Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. As we saw in our last study, the people in Galilee were praising Jesus for his teaching in their synagogues. Today on Drawing Near, Jesus returns to Nazareth, his hometown. This is the city where he grew up and where his parents and brothers and sisters lived. As we will see, his reception there was different. Please open your Bible and turn to Luke chapter 4 as we study Jesus Goes Home, Part 1. As we prepare for our study, let's pray together. And Father in heaven, we give thanks to you for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, for the salvation that we have through faith in him, and for the fellowship we have with you. And we ask, Father, that you would give us wisdom and discernment today, that we would understand more of who Jesus is and what he taught, and why people responded to him and continue to respond to him today the way that they do. Guide us in our study. May you be glorified in all that we learn and become. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As we read in Luke chapter 4, beginning in verse 16, Luke writes, And he, Jesus, came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. And the book of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. And he opened the book and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. And the eyes of the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And all were speaking well of him, and wondering at the gracious words which were falling from his lips. And they were saying, Is this not Joseph's son? As Jesus journeys throughout Galilee, he at some point returned home to Nazareth, and it's interesting to know that he was brought up here, and as he returns here, Jesus had a habit, a custom. On the Sabbath, on the day of Jewish worship, he would go to the synagogue. Now that's a good custom for all of us to have. We need to put it into our hearts and our minds that when the people of the Lord gather for worship, it should be our custom, it ought to be our custom, to gather there as well, to worship the Lord on the Lord's day with his people. That was Jesus's custom, and as followers of Jesus, it should be ours. And so we're told in verse 16, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. As the visiting rabbi, as we discussed in our last study, they would offer him the opportunity to stand up, read from the scripture, and share from the scripture, and he stood up to read. And the attendant in the synagogue handed him the book of the prophet Isaiah, the scroll. We're told in verse 17 that Jesus goes to the passage that he wanted in a scroll, He was familiar with what he was looking for, and he opened it and found the place that this was written, which is Isaiah chapter 61. It probably goes without saying, or at least it should, 
that again, as followers of Jesus Christ, we need to be like him. He was familiar with the scriptures. We need to be familiar with them as well. And so in verse 18, he reads this, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the favorable year of our Lord. The first thing that he reads is the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Now we've already seen that the Holy Spirit has led Jesus into the wilderness for 40 days of fasting and being tempted by the devil, and that he is filled with the Holy Spirit and being led by the Holy Spirit right now during his ministry. What he is doing, he is doing through the work of the Holy Spirit. And so in verse 18, it's appropriate from Isaiah 61 that he reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's a unique testimony, but it was the testimony of Christ as he begins his ministry. And then he says why the Spirit of the Lord is upon me and what the Spirit of the Lord is doing. It is the Spirit who has anointed Jesus to preach the gospel to the poor. Jesus is a preacher. He went forward preaching the good news of the kingdom to all who would listen. Like Jesus, we also need to preach the gospel. And we need to preach the gospel to those who, according to Matthew chapter 5, are poor in spirit. He's not talking about financially poor, although those are certainly included. He's talking about those who are impoverished spiritually, without God, lost in their sin, condemned to eternal hell. Jesus says, I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. Every one of us who are indwelled by the Holy Spirit have also been anointed to preach the gospel to those who need Jesus Christ as their Savior. He goes on and says that the Spirit has sent me to proclaim release to the captives. Those who are lost in their sin are captive to sin and condemned. And Jesus has come to proclaim that salvation, that release from the bondage and the chains of sin is possible through faith in Jesus Christ. He also says that the Spirit has sent him to proclaim recovery of sight to the blind. Those who are lost in their sin, those who are condemned in their sin, the captive, the poor spirit, they are blind. They are in darkness. They cannot see the truth. He says that he has been sent to set free those who are oppressed. Sinners are oppressed. Christians aren't oppressed. Christians aren't blind. Believers of Christ are not captive to sin and to the world. We're not impoverished spiritually. But those who are lost, those who are in their sin, are oppressed. And then he says in verse 19, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. Literally saying, this is the time God has prepared salvation. This is the favorable year in which sinners can return to the Lord. Now, he's not really talking about a 365-day year. What he's talking about here is that this is the favorable time, the favorable period. Now is the time to get right with God, because the means of salvation has come. And we know the means of salvation is Jesus Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. Then we're told in verse 20 that Jesus closed the scroll, the book. He gave it back to the attendant. And he sat down, and the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. 
Now in the synagogue, when the rabbi had finished reading the scripture, he would sit. All of the other folks in the synagogue would stand. It's the exact reverse for us today where the preacher stands and everyone else sits. And so as he sits down and the eyes of everyone is upon him, they're waiting for him to explain what he has read to share his rabbinical teaching. Verse 21 says, and he began to say to them, today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Now, remember, as he's reading from Isaiah, they're just hearing the words of Isaiah. You and I know Jesus is talking about himself. We know that he's talking about he has come to bring the gospel message to the Jewish people, that he has come to become the Savior. He is the Messiah. They didn't know Jesus was the Messiah. They simply thought he was a rabbi. And so he says, today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Today is the favorable year of the Lord. Today is the time when the poor, when the blind, when the captive, when the oppressed can be set free. What a marvelous message. What an awesome testimony and message. The Holy Spirit working in Christ and all that the Jews had been waiting for, the salvation of the Lord, the Messiah, the delivery. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Who's hearing? The people of Nazareth, his hometown. Jesus had returned home, and now he declares this passage. We don't know what he has said in the other synagogues in Galilee, but today this scripture was being fulfilled in the hearing of the people of Nazareth. And then we're told finally in verse 22, and all were speaking well of him. And they were wondering at the gracious words which were falling from his lips. And they were saying, is this not Joseph's son? It seems that the people of Nazareth, knowing that Jesus had come home, knowing that Joseph's son, well, not really Joseph's son, God's son, had returned home, they were speaking well of him. They thought fondly of what he said. They thought that the words that he used were words of grace, and they were wondering at them. They were wondering at this message of salvation and how this was the year of the Lord, and they were wondering at all the words that were coming off of his lips under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. This is a positive thing, and yet it doesn't stay that way, and we will see that in our next study. We need to understand today that Jesus Christ has come to bring salvation to Jew and Gentile. And we, his body, the church, we as believers are the means of proclaiming the truth to the world. And we need to do that. But before we can do that, we need to embrace the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to truly be saved, indwelled by the Holy Spirit through faith in Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. We need to be the poor, who have been enriched by the gospel, the captives who are set free, the blind whose eyes are opened and now can see, the oppressed who have been liberated and empowered through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Are you saved? Have you trusted in Christ? Are you following Jesus and living for Christ? Are you following his example and proclaiming the words that he proclaimed when he was on the earth? That's what believers are supposed to do under the presence and work of the Holy Spirit. Father in heaven, help us to be faithful. Help us to be good stewards of the gospel. 
We desire, Father, to be obedient, but we need your help. We need your strength. Father, we thank you that you've given us all that we need for life and godliness in Christ through the gospel and the work and presence of your Holy Spirit. Guide us as we seek to live for you day by day. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.